January 2nd. Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm yeah. Scott. Happy Monday. I'm Junior. And we are in Matthew chapter 2 today. So let's just jump right into this. And Junior, why don't you start with the reading today? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. This is all about the wise men. Yeah. Which is kind of cool timing because the wise men came after Christmas, you know, with all the nativities. Yeah. It's like the shepherds and the wise men were there. But Probably a couple of years. Yeah. Jesus could have been maybe even walking around. And how many of them were there? Around. It was more than three. There's three gifts, but if three kings or or high social standing guys are coming, they're bringing an entourage. Yeah, and there was a lot of money. There was a lot of money in those gifts, yeah. so it's probably more than they three got guys. Security but, and you know, yeah. all that. It doesn't say. It doesn't say how many. But no. Uh, no. Yeah. All right. Chapter two of Matthew. Matthew writes this: Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it arose, and we have come to worship him. And, you know, Junior, uh, in, interrupting you just, just briefly, but people have asked, well, why would just seeing a star cause this to happen? And some of it had to do with even their false religion that they were coming out of. Mm-hmm. We think they were Zoroastrians, which is another religion. But I, I find it uh, very interesting how God can use everybody's different kinds of backgrounds to eventually bring them to him. We're seeing it happening in Muslim lands right yeah. now, even with dreams. And mm-hmm. and so I didn't yeah. mean to cut this no, up. No, it's great. And, and but, he's using, um, but he's using a star here. Yes. And you know what I love about this is it, there's a ancient document, a Chinese document that was found that actually detailed a slow-moving comet over Persia during the time we believe that Jesus was born. So this is just kind of a, a cool little fact right there. That's cool insight. Verse 3, King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you will be a shepherd for my people Israel. And it, the reason it said are not least, because Bethlehem was really a very small town at the time, but yep. outside of Jerusalem a little ways. Yep. Then Herod, verse 7, called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. He then told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child, and when you find him, come back and tell me that I may go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. I, I do find, I mean, Herod, of course, is an interesting character. So much to say about him as a guy, but it... It, it, people that are irreligious or hypocrites, I mean, they're going to use religion to their own benefit. It's been done through the ages. Why so often people say so many things have been done in the name of God, so many atrocities. Well, it's because religion is a very powerful thing, and people are going to use whatever power they can get their hands on for their own benefit. And that's all Herod was doing here. He had no interest in worshiping the Messiah. He wanted to kill him. We know that. Yeah. Verse 13, Verse 13, after the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, this is like quick obedience, that night Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary and his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This was fulfilled that the Lord had spoken to the prophet, 
I called my son out of Egypt. So again, and we see Matthew did this in chapter one. He's doing mm-hmm. this in chapter two. He's bringing in Old Testament prophets, connecting it to this story here. Also, I think another cool insight here is that uh, every time God speaks to the family, he doesn't speak to Mary. He speaks to Joseph, which mm-hmm. helps helps us as men to understand the responsibility we have to be leaders of our family. But also, if we were looking at Mary as being a deity figure, you'd yeah. think God would be talking to Mary. Right. But no, he goes to Joseph and gives him these instructions. Yeah, God spoke to Joseph more than he did to Mary, which is All, interesting. Also, we find here, we do know that based on Herod's death, which we think was a 4 AD, I believe, that Jesus would have been a couple years old. Uh, uh, depending on when Jesus was actually born, and we, it mm-hmm. wasn't in zero, but that's a whole other ta- conversation. So Jesus would have returned then when he was probably, we're thinking, anywhere between three and six years old. Yeah. Verse 16, Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. So again, another Old Testament prophet. Verse 18, a cry for, for, was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. You know, there's only a couple of verses left, and uh, you haven't let me read it all yeah, uh, so sorry. far. So you're, you were supposed to turn Did, it over to me. But I, yeah, I apologize. Should we start over, or should we? Uh, should <laughs> Let's I just, just rewind the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, but that, but uh, another prophecy, another tying into the Old Testament because he's concerned about the Jews and who he is writing to. Verse 19 then. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared. Oh, wait, we already read that part, right? No. Nope. Not- oh, that's not. That's okay. Yeah. When okay. Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared to a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. I mean, think about that. I mean, Jesus lived in in the Egypt as a, as a little baby for a time, and then as a toddler, then returned or as a young child came back. Verse twenty one. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But he, but when he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then, after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So he he didn't want to go back to Bethlehem just because of Archelaus. There's more to that, you know, who Archelaus was. But instead, he wanted to go to back to Galilee. Believed it would be safer there. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said. He will be called a Nazarene, which was where Mary and Joseph were before they went to Bethlehem, yeah. and where Jesus was born, and that's where Jesus grew up. Yeah. What I love about this whole chapter is the odds, in a sense, are stacked against this baby. You have powerful King Herod with army at his at his disposal. The odds are st- the odds are stacked against this baby, but God intervenes, and and we can trust the sovereignty of God. His yep. plan will be accomplished. Yep. I want to just go to Proverbs 2, and uh, again, we're leaving this for you to read. I encourage you to read it, or if you're using a church app, you can simply go there and have it uh, play for you if you're in the car, if you're commuting, whatever. But again, great, great chapter. I want to just point out what he says beginning in verse 3. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would silver. Seek for them like hidden treasure, and then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. And why does it matter? He says, cry out for this wisdom. You ought to be longing for it. This ought to be the most important thing to you. You want to have God's wisdom. And he says, and only when you get that kind of wisdom will you know what it means to fear the Lord. And why does it matter to fear the Lord? He says, for the Lord grants wisdom. When you get the fear of the Lord, that's when you gain the knowledge of God. That's when you know how to live a life that is going to thrive and that will exalt him and lift him up and a life that will be most fulfilling for you. 
when you are seeking after it with everything that you've got, gaining the fear of the Lord, loving God, and living like you do. Yeah. All right. Make it a good day today. Absolutely. God bless and see you tomorrow. <laughs>